This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 109. In today's episode, I'm talking about learning how to love the skin you live in. Women's confidence in their bodies is on a steady decline, with low body esteem becoming a unifying challenge shared by women and girls around the world, regardless of age or geography. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. One of the things that you can count on with the Wife Wisdom Podcast is that I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent and vulnerable. Now, I may not enjoy being transparent and and vulnerable, especially around areas like we're talking about today. And that is body confidence and body esteem. But one of the things that I do know is that if I am committed, because I am committed to teaching you, to mentoring you, to helping you to become the best version of yourself, to become authentic and powerful, stand in your power and truly create relationships that support you living fully in God's purpose for your life. And so today's conversation is challenging. Let me just say, I have a lump in my throat as I share what I'm going to share today, because it is very, very personal it is, you know, many of us have had have those areas in our lives that we feel like they've been there all our lives. Like we've been working on them all our lives. We've been trying to overcome them all of our lives, right? And this is one of those things. And so um, let me just back up a little bit and tell you why um, I'm encouraged as I share this with you, because I'm sure that many of you ladies who are listening to my voice right now can can relate. You may even be in the same boat. And so what I want to share with you is I've done a lot of work around women and women's health and women's self-esteem and identity for years. And in, not only in my professional job or professional education around health education and women's health, but also around life coaching and relationship coaching. And so Dove is, I love Dove's, their mission. And they actually have started this 
in 2004. And it is a, the Dove, Dove has created, has done a global beauty and confidence report. It's they've literally interviewed thousands, hundreds of thousands of women around the world. This started in 2004. And what I need to share, which I'm sure you're not surprised by, but women hate their bodies more than ever before. And it's reached a critical level on a global scale. So through this Dove, the Dove Global Beauty and Confidence Report, the women and girls, they've, when they've done these, when they've, when they've interviewed them and they've, you know, one of the, when it first started in 2004 and 2010, they had women all over the world. They were walking into buildings and they were being filmed. And one side of the building said average one door or one door said average one door said beautiful. Do you know that there are women who started walking through the door that said beautiful, saw the word beautiful turned around and then walked in the average door. This is a real issue for so many of us and including me. And so the the report suggests that the obsession with body image is having a serious impact on how women conduct themselves in the workplace with just five in 10 people sticking to their opinions or decisions based on how they look that day. It prevents us from fully engaging in life. And it is scary. So we have out of 100% of women, right? Starting in like in 2004, it was like only 4% of women in the world thought they were beautiful. So that means that 96% didn't. I know. I know. It is out of control. And with this social media, forget about it. Because everyone is comparing themselves to these perfectly beautiful images that are on social media. And it's unrealistic. And we compare ourselves and we hold ourselves to this standard that we will never be able to meet. And let me just say that I am guilty. And unfortunately, it is something that has been a, a burden, like a life burden. And it's been a constant goal or mission or desire to really learn to love the skin I live in. Even one of my favorite books that I read my children was learn was loving the skin you live in. I remember seeing it in Chicago at the Chicago Museum. I read it, fell in love with it, and I have it to this day and I will keep it because loving the skin you live in is so, so critical. It is so important. And it is one of those things that I have done a lot of work around it. It's, but my work is not finished. It is, you know, it feels when I remember my mom saying that everyone has an an area or an issue or something that they're working through, whether it's you've been teased or you were bullied or you um, 
were abandoned or you grew up without parents and you were you are adopted or you everyone has something right and my thing is around body image body confidence now one of the things that I've learned as a mom I grew up in Santa Barbara California with people who didn't look like me so my best friends didn't look like me their bodies shapes didn't look like me and it what it did is it breeded a level of comparison to something that I could never be. And I could never be a double zero. I could never have blonde hair, blue eyes. I could never have, like, that's just not the way God made me. And growing up, I just didn't understand the importance of knowing my identity, celebrating who God created me to be, and and really truly embracing all aspects of who I was. I cannot begin to tell you how many women, it really, it's over 95% of women look at themselves or don't like every aspect of their bodies. They don't like something, whether it's their nose or their hair or their, their height or, you know, something, right? But one of the things, one of my very best friends said to me, how would you feel, right? My daughter looks just like me. How would you feel if she started telling you, oh, I cannot stand my, I don't like my body. I don't like my hair. I don't like my skin color. I don't like my face or my eyes or my whatever, but she looks just like me. How do you think, how would you feel if she said those things to you? And I was like, I would be, I would feel horrible. I would feel terrible because she looks like me. And she said, that's how God feels. What? When we complain, when we abuse our bodies, when we have allowed, really give power over our negative thoughts about ourselves, when we give them those, that power, we are, what we're doing is we're judging who God made us to be. We're judging ourselves. We're judging our bodies. We're judging those things and it saddens him. It saddens him because he made us in his image and yet we're not happy with it. I, I, I have a degree in, in a master's degree in health fitness promotion. And one of my areas of study was around women's health. And I remember during the time it was, 75% of women, when they pick up a magazine and, you know, fitness magazine or a lifestyle magazine, and they see a woman, they compare themselves immediately. And in less than three minutes, there's a, they, there's a level of um, sadness or um, discouragement, doubt, shame, guilt that comes literally into them immediately, almost immediately. And I know you know what I'm talking about because, and the hard part about this now in this day and age is that we are, we bombard ourselves with the social media images of perfect women that do not exist. I remember Jamie Lee Curtis, who was really popular, like 80s, 90s. She actually did 
a a photo shoot where there was no there she said I don't want you to do any airbrushing I don't want you to do any touch-ups no filters lighting any of that I want to show people the real deal of what I look like when I wake up it was so powerful so powerful this was in the early 90s and it was like night and day night and day the difference but yet we do the same thing we filter our pictures we only pick the best ones we don't want the ones with showing the muffin top or we don't want the ones you know when our hair's looking crazy like and some do right but it's because we always want to portray perfection but guess what perfection doesn't exist and I remember probably in my late 20s early 30s when I started the process of of renewing my mind around the fact that perfection doesn't exist so yes being a former perfectionist (laughs) um I I really had to recognize that by me wanting to be something that I can never achieve, of course it's going to breed discouragement. Of course it's going to breed disappointment. Of course it's going to breed sadness and guilt and shame and judgment and criticism and rejection and all of those things that we as women struggle with many times. And we don't really understand how we, why we can't overcome them. Well, let me tell you, it's because we are bombarding our minds with, with not only with images of something that we can never achieve, but now we are supporting it with thoughts. We're supporting that with words and our hearts are overwhelmed. They are burdened. They are heavy. They're heavy. And I know that is has been my journey. And so I share very vulnerably that I don't, I don't, I no longer want to give my power or my joy or my peace to that comparing myself or where I am or where I am not to something that I can never be. I truly want to finally, fully, learn how to love the skin I live in. And so for the next four episodes or four, um, yes, four episodes, I'm going to be sharing different aspects of slaying at 50. Yes, because how many of us, when we start getting to like 40-ish, we start thinking, uh-oh, or what a, have you ever thought about, you know, if you have a, a trip coming up, you're going someplace tropical where you're going to need to put on a bathing suit. What are you thinking? You're like, uh-oh, let me go to the gym, right? As opposed to truly focusing on you and learning how to embrace every single aspect of you, who you are from your, the tip of your head 
to the bottom of your feet and learning to accept every flaw, celebrate every flaw, champion every flaw, and stop comparing. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of commitment to really take authority over any negative thought, choose a different thought when you see yourself and you don't like what you see. It takes a lot of discipline not to say something negative about yourself out loud, because guess what? The power of life and death is in your tongue. So everything that you say negatively about yourself out loud, you are bringing upon yourself more disappointment, more discouragement, more unhappiness, and you have the power to choose a different thought. You have the power to and commitment to shut your mouth and not say one negative thing about yourself. When it comes into your mind, think a new thought, the opposite. So if it's negative, you're going to think a positive thought. And it takes practice, 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 practice. So I am inviting you to join me on this journey of slaying at 50. Now, wherever, whatever age you're at, slaying at 30, slaying at 35, slaying at 40, slaying at 55, whatever age you are at, I am going to introduce to you a, a program that I will be starting that my one of my bestest friends in the world is going to be leading this movement, slaying at 50, because we need to start now. If you are 30, start now. 40, start now. 50, start now. 60, start now, right? But of course, like anything else, if you do it early and you can be preventative in nature, it's just gonna be so much easier than you trying to play catch up. And so I would love to, and I'm really working on creating a community for all of you so that we can do life together, not just where you can hear my voice, but I want to see your faces. I want to get to know you. I want to know what you think about. I want to know what, what areas you are struggling in, in your own personal life. And we can share these things together transparently, vulnerably. And I know people don't like to be vulnerable. I get it. But if you feel safe or you feel like you, this is a, a, a safe place for you to be brave, I would love to be that person that introduces that space to you. And I feel like if I start and I share with you something that has broken my heart <laughs> over and over again, that I feel like I'm, I'm better, but I'm not where I want to be. And it's around body confidence and body esteem. And there are, it's a staggering number of women who feel the same exact way. And the pressures of 
media and social media and advertising, they are taking, they are zapping the joy, the happiness, the purpose, and the fulfillment that life is, that life has waiting for us. I no longer want one minute, one second of happiness to be zapped anymore because I have not fully learned to love the skin that I live in. So I'm committing out loud verbally today on this episode that I am no longer going to spend one second giving my joy, giving my power, giving my my voice, my thoughts, my energy to the negativity that has stolen joy and happiness and purpose when it comes to truly embracing my body at whatever stage it's at, whatever size it's at. I'm, I'm committed to renewing my mind, changing the lenses in which I see myself. And so I'm inviting you to do the same. Sister, you are beautiful. You are lovely. You are loved and you are welcomed. I know what it feels like to go through life and be afraid of rejection. I know what it feels like to go through life and be fearful of everything. I know what it I know what it feels like to go through life and doubt yourself. I know what it feels like to go through life and, and, and try to rationalize or really even knowing how to manage deep, deep, deep disappointment. But guess what? This year has been great disappointment. This year we have experienced so many emotions that have been heavy, that have been hard, that have been, oh, I don't even know the words, but it's been a lot. It's been a lot, too much at times. But guess what? Together, we can carry it. We can, we can learn how to shoulder the burdens together. We can learn how to hold each other accountable to not speaking negatively about ourselves, not thinking negatively about ourselves, but holding each other accountable to renewing our mind and shifting our subconscious mind to one that truly aligns with the truth of who God has created us to be. And so thank you for creating a safe place for me to be able to share something that's been really difficult for me for out for my whole entire life. And thank you for joining me on this journey of slaying at 50 and what slaying at whatever age you're at. And so next week I am having um, a guest on the wife wisdom podcast This is, she is one of my very best friends and she is the one that is launching the, the program slaying at 50. And so it will take us through 
the end of this year, the program in itself, I will be joining you on the program. And uh, I'm just so I feel empowered. Of course, I feel scared. Of course, I feel like, oh, no, one more thing. Will I be able to commit to it? You know, I don't have the time or the bandwidth. But you know what? I can't wait anymore. I don't want to. I, I don't want to see a picture of myself or I don't want to look at myself in the mirror anymore and and have an, a negative thought. I don't. I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm committing to no longer seeing thinking negatively about myself in any way, because I'm giving power to the enemy when I do that, as opposed to seeing myself the way God sees me, which is never, ever, ever negatively, only positively. And so I want you to do the same thing. No longer think anything negatively about yourself. No longer one, one second, no longer thinking negatively about any aspect of who you are, because the negative thoughts that we think are lies. God only sees truth. He only sees love. He only sees positivity when he sees you. I love you. I cannot wait to take this journey with you. Thank you for your, not only your faithful listenership, but your love and support for me as well. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media, on Instagram at wife.com wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.